Hey, welcome to Shunya One, episode one oh two. This is from your visits to Sweden. Yes, my, f- I think the first, I mean, the last episode, of course, was with a Swedish uh, company as well. Okay. But this one is the first of my actual Shunya One on the road. Hey, that's, in the three digits. I know, and we're going to start doing a lot more of Shunya One on the road. So, if you guys are interested in having us come to your place, find us a sponsor. But more importantly, <laughs> uh, just you know, I mean, like, let us know where you are, and we'll try and come by sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this this was actually a fun episode. I yeah. think uh, I was in Sweden, of course, because of uh, because I was taken uh, there by the SIBC team, right. and uh, I got to have a lot of fun in the few days I spent there. Uh, and meet a bunch of fun entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah, a lot we're going to hear a bunch tech. of those over the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. I think we should let people just give them a little bit of warning that that's not, uh, you know, your dulcet tones are still as amazing as always. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you know, you're not sitting in a studio, so audio exactly. quality might be somewhat not Exactly. I think I have to I have to still learn how to get the get the mic set up how, in the right way or how to do the radio voice outside the studio yeah i think that's a quiet <laughs> skill <laughs> no, but i'll figure it out but i'm looking forward to hearing this conversation i'm sure that this was a really fun conversation with a really interesting startup in the gaming space actually oh wow okay uh, with uh, some cool tech they had a very cool office uh, they hosted me uh, over there for a, you know while we had this conversation okay so uh, yeah let's let's jump right in Hey Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's uh, it's great to be here. Uh, thanks for making the time. I think uh, you have a flight coming up uh, in about an hour or so, is what you told me. So great to uh, you know sit here in your office uh, on this beautiful day. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about what your startup journey has been, and uh, you know, like tell the audience a little bit about what made you what you're doing today. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I have a computer science background. I started my first company when I was about 22 years old here in Stockholm. Uh, we did an edtech platform where we essentially made it possible for uh, teachers and universities and just schools in general in Sweden to record and distribute lectures in a, in a very simple, simple way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Um, I did that, you know, started from essentially nothing, uh, did that for about four years until we got acquired by a company called Smart Cluster Manager, who uh, uh, did educational software and, uh, you know, bundled that uh, together with um, uh, products from uh, Hewlett Packard. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked as a sales manager for them for about a year until I was allowed to quit. And that was essentially when I started my current company uh, about five years ago, uh, which is called Challenger Mode. Um, And what we're doing at Challenger Mode is essentially uh, uh, creating a way for any gamer to take their passion to the next level when it comes to competitive gaming, right? So we essentially want to create this place where any gamer can go in order to become a pro gamer, mm-hmm. um, you know, from his or her living room or bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a competitive game platform where you're able to find, you know, uh, world championship qualifiers or tournaments or leagues or just a wide array of competitions across the biggest games in the world. Uh, right now it's PUBG, League of Legends, and uh, Dota, 
Oh, launched Dota yeah. just recently. Wow. Yeah. These are like the big, uh, the big ones. Yes. Super big ones. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we're just you know trying to create this esports infrastructure and you know make it available for anyone to use in order to create you know their own tournaments or in order to participate in in competitions. So I have to ask you, like your first startup was very different from this one. What what was your inspiration in either? I mean, what what changed between both? And tell me about why you started the first one and then how you came to this one. Basically, from from nothing, right. I was um, you know a, a poor student uh, and uh, I had this you know visions and ambitions. Uh, I didn't have any any good way to fund them. Um, so you know I I essentially uh, used all of my uh, like gover- governmental grant that all of the students are, are getting here in, in Sweden uh, towards the company, right? Oh. Um, so that meant I had essentially no money, uh, you know, to to live a healthy lifestyle in terms of, you know, going out and, and you know, uh, hang out with my friends over a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I used to do instead was sit at home playing computer games uh, because it was, it was the cheapest way for me to kill time during weekends. Uh, so I came to this point where I've spent, you know, a few thousand hours of, you know, playing computer games and I wanted to convert those thousand of hours into something more tangible than just, you know, casual play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was sort of like how, how the idea oh, of challenge mode was, was born. Yeah, so it's actually out of your own actual experience that while working, you're playing games because, you know, to pass the time and then you realize there's an opportunity here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely you know one of my, you know, I'm definitely my own user, you know, sort of say, um, and yeah, I think I think that's actually like a necessity uh, when it comes to building the type of products that we're building at least. So, in over the past four years, what was like? How's the growth been for you, and what do you mark as your biggest successes that you've had? Oh yeah, I mean, um, we've been growing. At a pretty fast rate, just in general, the, these past years. Um, right now, for example, we're growing twice as fast as we were growing two weeks ago. Wow! Yeah, so it's it's definitely you know growing faster and faster. We're still limited uh, to to uh, Europe, so it's a European platform. Um, but that's that's sort of like how how we uh, you know measure uh, you know success. Uh, in 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 the you know, in the in the scenario where we are right now, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's growth and engagement, and we're sort of entering this phase where we're where it's time to monetize as well, but we're not we're not too in a hurry to do mm-hmm. that. What kind of uh, demographic? I mean, mm-hmm. I know the demographic is obviously gamers, but what's the biggest incentive for a gamer to sort of join uh, your platform? So uh, I guess I guess the biggest one is to like they're able to win money, uh, you know. We do even in, like the entry level. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, it, it's a free to play, uh, you know, uh, product. Um, but essentially, you know, as long as you have the right age, you know, and then the right, you know, um, as long as you're you're the right user type, you're able to win, you know. A substantial amount of money, depending on what type of tournaments you enter and what leagues you you win, um, and it's you know mostly all free. Like ninety five percent of the competitions are, are free, 
we do several thousands of, of, of tournaments um, per, per week. And yeah, so it sort of starts there, and then you know the the gamers usually wins a lot, and then they usually get you know noticed or, or picked up by you know some professional teams, and then you know they can start their esports career. Right. So, so esports now that you mentioned it, right? It's obviously become this massive category suddenly over the past so many years, uh, and especially the the big games that you mentioned, they have worldwide championships, and there's so much real money and cash to be made. Uh, what's your take on the fact? I mean, uh, of this, of this sort of a platform, of this, uh, of esports in general. What? How do you feel about this kind of involvement of you know everyone in it? Like, is it? Uh, what are the pros and cons? Like, uh, it's like gaming used to be. It's it's sports, of course. It's professional gaming, uh, but it's also uh, something you're sitting down in a chair. Ah. You know, 20 hours a day. <laughs> right. So, so um, electronic sports is on its way of becoming the biggest sports in the world. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, and then we can debate on whether it should be called a sport. Um, I think it was like the... I'm not sure. So, so, but I think it was the president of, of uh, the football league in, in the U.S., who said something super smart, said like, you know, if people, uh, you know, treat it as a sport and look at it as a sport, it's a sport. Yeah. You know, whether that's good or bad, you know, I, I think there's, I think it's mainly good. Uh, as with all, you know, uh, passions, you know, it can sometimes, you know, get out of control. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, if you just look at you know how many people are are engaged in this activity, you know, we're talking about you know in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. You know, sixty um, percent of all of the viewers plays competitive games themselves. The same number for soccer is ten. Um, there's like two point four billion people yeah. gaming regularly. About one point six billion people playing sports regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Twitch TV, which is sort of like the uh, like a YouTube for yeah. gaming, yeah. they're now twice the size of yeah. ESPN, which yeah. is big. There's that much viewership also. It's not just people playing, but watching others. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's just you know, it's, it's it's safe to say that you know, uh, people are starting to, uh, you know, um, uh, treat it as a sport. But I think what what's what's missing and have been missing for a very long time is sort of like the 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 infrastructure that makes it possible to democratize um, the the actual organizational aspect of electronic sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to take an example, um, today there isn't any, there hasn't really been any any scalable way for you know some guy in some small city in in Sweden or India or whatever to organize, you know, a large-scale, high-qualitative esports event online. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of like the problem that we're solving, mm-hmm. both for those kinds of organizers, but also for the top-tier organizers, like DreamHack, for example. Yeah. Um, so what, may, uh, what kind of uh, IP or licensing do you have to, uh, you know, get into this? How, how difficult was it for you to actually break into... 
building the uh, platform and uh, you know being the platform of choice for people yeah i mean so so in order to do what we do you know you, you sort of need to uh, integrate directly with the game developers uh, which is quite a process um, it's taken us five years to, to get to this point and uh, you know we're, we're still we, we still feel we, we're just getting started um, but yeah like like once once you've done that um, it's all about you know finding the right tech talent building the right team um, and it, it's a pretty daunting task like it's there's a reason why this hasn't been done you know in the matter we've been doing it for for a while now right so what would you say are your like who do you compete with as a platform or what would make someone want to build something else I'd, I'd, I'd say like like our greatest competitor right now is you know the Excel spreadsheet the X wow yeah because uh, the majority of the tournaments being run right now are usually um, uh, handled manually meaning there's there's literally people you know uh, validating game results that's, that are being sent in you know this can be done by Excel spreadsheets or you know some, some simple web page but yeah. uh, what what they have in common is that they're lacking the the, the automation you know yeah. and the scalability in India we have WhatsApp groups Oh yeah, so that's that's you know, and like people just join them and say, "Hey, there's a game on tonight." Like, right. Like, send us your call and, signs and handles, and we'll add you to it. And, and I think that's beautiful. You know, it's 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 just it's a way for us to sort of validate that there is a need, and then we sort of need to build this perfect product that can, you know, uh, accommodate that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see a lot of uh, mobile gaming picking up? Like oh, yeah. as a as an interface, I think I think I think that's going to be one of the biggest growth growth engines uh, the coming years. Mm-hmm. So um, any any company that would focus on that specifically has a has a bright future, I'd say. Uh, I think just yesterday, uh, Apple announced their whole gaming platform. Yeah. What what are your views on that, and what do you think is happening there? I think I think their their strategy is is uh, you know essentially to motivate. Um, uh, the buyers to upgrade their phones in order to play, you know, the latest, you know, games, right? right. Which is, you know, it's kind of a brilliant strategy. Yeah. Um, uh, but it also, you know, um, but it shows a company like Apple's focus on delivering a good experience of gaming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, I think I think that's you know that's a that's a trend that we're seeing right now among the all of the tech companies, you know, either coming out with their own streaming solutions like Google Stadia or Microsoft's uh, X Cloud or something, Extreme. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Um, I think they're they're right on, and um, they're not too soon, and they're not too too late to the game. Actually, All right. Uh, you know, just closing. What where are you seeing? Uh, you know, challenge remote going next. Like, what are your big uh, like moonshot ideas or you know where you want to go? So um, expansion is going to be a pretty big theme for for next year. Um, like you know, regional, exp- like geogra- geographical yeah, expansion. Exactly. Okay. So um, we're of course looking at the you know the, the North American continent, but also uh, South American. We've been also having some discussions. In India, uh-huh. uh, so yeah, that, that's that's uh, a big, might be a big big step for us. Um, 
And so yeah. is, it, is it more uh, from a sk- tech scaling standpoint that you have to look at these, or are there also other uh, restrictions? Are, are governments and uh, you know uh, regulators looking at gaming and esports as a serious business to yeah. to take this up? I mean, uh, just like you know, with 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 any sports, I, I think uh, uh, you know the you know this activity or this phenomenon uh, you know would do good with regulations and you know standards mm-hmm. you know across countries and continents and language barriers etc um so yeah we, we we try to have a proactive approach there and uh, trying to anticipate how the future is going to look like you know five years from now when you know the the older demographic are you know starting to yeah. adapt you know regulation and all of that stuff um so there's definitely that aspect of, of uh, expanding. Second aspect is of course the technical. Uh, I would say we're we're pretty much done with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last aspect is operational. So um, we wouldn't really move into a, a new region unless we found a, a good local partner to to move into with. Right. So yeah. So that that is kind of like like the three. Nice. The three. What do you want to like uh, do a shout out to folks who want to try out your platform? What do you recommend they should do? What What's the big dream you're uh, you think they can get into? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say uh, you know, sign up, you know, to to you know to challenge mode or or, or join you know our communities, uh, even if we haven't launched in your in your area, you know, you're, you'll be notified when we do and. You know, hopefully we can offer you the same type of high qualitative esports experience that we've been able to do here in Europe. Um, and yeah. All right, that's great. Thanks so much uh, for the time. I think we got a good uh, conversation there. Cool. And of course, uh, if you want to do a Twitter handle or something where people can just uh, say hi to you or say give some feedback, just tell them yeah. where to reach out to you. I- I, I think my username on Twitter is uh, Robel Ephraim, uh-huh. uh, just like one one word R O B E L E F R E M. Okay. Uh, and yeah, uh, I don't use it that much, but you know, I'd be you know I'd be happy to start using it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much, Robel. This is awesome. Thanks. And uh, let's hope to hear more feedback from our listeners whenever uh, Challenger mode. Uh, comes to other parts of the world. Sounds great. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.